And so, just inside of the tunnel is this sniveling, hunched-over mockery of a man that's not even human. Its ears pointed, its body shriveled and gross. And it just whispers, Messieurs, come with me. We must go into the tunnel. It's about Fenelik, messieurs. So I do not feel inclined to go with you anywhere. You have to trust me. It is... All of France is at stake. Can he roll a persuasion check? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> uh, doesn't pass. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm the GM and I could just make up his stats. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> Please. Renault, for some reason, seems disinclined to go with this creature in, uh, into the tunnels. Uh, he just continues to shrivel and go... Have you seen the skulls? Oh, oui. The pattern on them, messieurs. Was that not what I had you to investigate those years ago? Those concentric carvings, I believe... Martine drew them, but we did we did see some odd artisanship, if that's what you want to call it, on them. Oh, oh, yes, yes, uh, zip, uh, I, I, I think I saw that one. Yes, you know, if you if you bring the drawings, I can, I can tell you what it means. It's, it's devastating. Is it more devastating than your state of leprosy? It's not leprosy. Is you? He he licks his mouth. It's uh, how you say uh, death. Is it contagious? No, no, no. I assure you, monsieur, it's not. It's not the contagious. No, no, no. It's not the white death. No. Well. Bomon and Pressy. I am no longer your sergeant. What do you think about following this creature? Uh, I think we should at least see what he's talking about. See, I will remind you, you did shoot him once. This something for you to consider. You can even see where the bullet wound landed. Uh, that is an excellent point. I had completely forgotten about that. Got it. 
Well, I mean, he says it concerns all of France. We go, we don't like what we see. Well, we go about our I said, else. I am not your commander anymore, but tactically, how do we know there is not more of him down there waiting to surround us as we traverse the tunnels? Monsieur, monsieur, wow. we, we, we closed the tunnels years ago. We don't know anything else about that. Only I know. I just want to speak it privately. You, you just said we when you were, when you were saying that. Um, there isn't a horde of people like you down there. Can you just confirm that for us? No, no, no. There is, there is no others. There's only we. You can, uh, if you just want to make a, uh, if any of you like want to make the uh, psychology check to go, what on earth is he going? Is he telling the truth? You're you're, you're allowed to. I mean, I can roll, but it's a perfectly worthless skill. Eh, it's worth trying. Ah, yes. See? No, for me. I think that's even that's even a formidable success. Yes, uh, and yep. No, yeah, he is just speaking in the royal we for some unknown reason. Perhaps it's the ghoulishness in him, but you know, it's like whatever his affliction is. More tellingly, he does. He is very much honest with you and genuinely is seeking your help. Up to you if you want if uh, if you want to go down and see what he's up to. Well, I do not think he's lying to us. I do not see how he is a problem either. But if you two want to follow him, I suppose that is something we could do. I'm willing to go. I'm with Prezi on that. It's we can take in the information and not do anything with it if we don't think. But it's it's if it is important. Hey. The people have spoken. And he'll start crunching after Gilgamesh. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh he 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 wanders off into like a tunnel that was Apparently always there, but no one ever seemed to notice. And he beckons you to follow him. Eventually he takes you to a, to a little side pocket, a little open cavern. Bringing a lantern with you, there's... It's... There's no sign of any other life here. It's just you three and the ghoul. And he begins to just divulge. Thank you, messieurs. He, he can hear. I didn't want him to hear. The doctor. In the case, he's not what he seems. He is... How you say... 
possessed. We, what about? He's trying to to summon something. This, the end of the world is nigh. Something called Azathoth. I know it, you won't believe me, but he keeps reading this black book with, 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 with like brass, with like brass uh, binding. It's uh, he's doing something. He's 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 put all the circles on the skulls, and it it's an it's an old ritual that vile demon Fenelik taught us about it. Was Fenelik for or against this as a thought? He himself didn't want to summon it. I've just heard the doctor speak of it in hushed tones. But uh, he begins to snarl. Is it how you say? The book, it was Fenelik's. He told us about a ritual to of skulls that could make one immortal and summon that creature. So you're an old ally of Fenelik? No, no. I hated that demon, but he did offer very tasty corpses. He licks his mouth, salivating. He killed people, we bury the bodies. Or consume them, rather. Hmm. I didn't like the deal. My people just thought it was a good idea. Renard looks sickened. It, apologies, I forget the, the living still. But have those taboos. But the skulls, they're part of his essence. It's how he lives, the doctor. Ten thousand bodies. That's all he needs. The guillotines. All over France. That's how he's getting them. The circles on the blades. We, but I'm not sure what you're thinking that we should be able to do about it. Well, there are some ideas. See, I can't go to the surface. But, but you can. You can go to surface. And if you go to surface... You could try to find incriminating evidence. Put him behind the bars. Make him executed. If he's executed, he can't conduct the ritual. And then, and then we win. And then the world is saved. Or you could come up with something else. But 
You must hurry. With the, the, there's not much time. So, uh, how much time do you reckon we have? Mm. I don't know, but I, I've seen so many bodies here. I've counted them in my spare time. I think he's at 8,000? 8,000. Four years of death have done a lot for his plans. We, well, whatever evil Fenelik was involved in, I have no wish for that to spread further across France. So, so this, this ritual, mm-hmm. the key is all this death, but also maintaining the, the bones, or... The bones, it... the bones give him immortality, but the killing summons the great evil one. Okay, so even if we got rid of the bones somehow, the evil mm. one would still be summoned due to the death that already has occurred. Yes. The bones might just make it easier to remove the good doctor. No way you could stop the killings. That bastard Robespierre will just keep killing people left and right. But it provides me a tasty meal, so I'm not complaining too much. We oui, so first the bones, then the doctor. Part of it, yes. But uh, if you still don't believe me, go to the, go to la guillotine. You see the pattern on the skulls. We well, I suppose there is no harm in taking a look. Why are you picking us out for this, either way? I saw you five years ago. You shot me, but I... I, Bygones be bygones. When I... When news traveled, you defeated the monster Fenelik. You can defeat the monster of this mad doctor as well. Aren't there six of you? We, well, the others are somewhere else. I do not know. I would ask Pressy to apologize, but seeing as you eat people, uh, I do not think that is needed. Yeah, fine. There are greater things at hand. The apologies are for later, if ever. It's all I know. You could choose to turn me down, but I would be very, very 
wary of such a idea. Yeah, well, I said I have no wish for Fenelik's evil to spread across France. So I suppose we will help out, assuming my citizen friends agree. I like how I ask the rest of the party something and instantly mutes. Yep. <laughs> Nope, not gonna talk about this. No, <laughs> who's scared? I'll, I'll stop mocking my players. That's rude. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> That's very rude, Monsieur Nash. Do not do it. You're right, Supreme Being. I really shouldn't. We'll have three hours of Renault and Gilgamesh talking uh, about the morality of eating people. Look, they were already dead. Today. I don't eat the living. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I ever do such a thing to living people when dead people don't put up a fuss? There is something called the sanctity of the dead. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, real quick, uh, Beaumont, you were asked by uh, Renault uh, if uh, you were going to go help with the uh, with the mission of finding all the things. I was apologizing on Guillaume's behalf for uh, one. Well, first of all, for making fun of all of you, and uh, second, for uh, e eating corpses. I don't see a reason why we shouldn't at this point. I mean, since Fenelik's involved to, to some fringe extent, looking into it more would be better than ignoring it and potentially seeing an apocalypse go down. Indeed. Whatever Fenelik was, it was not natural. Perhaps burn that book, too, if we can find it. We, well, uh, book burning has become a popular pastime of late, so I do not see why not. Uh, all right, messieurs. I, I will be in decay, but I plan to leave uh, in a few days' time. I have... Uh, Places to be. Good luck, messieurs. And no more eating corpses. I make no promises. I catch you down here doing it. We're gonna shoot you again. He scurries off.
so uh, I've given you some stated options. There are a couple of unstated ones you can do as well. Uh, you're free to discuss that out right now. Well, I do not feel inclined to take this creature solely on his words. If there truly are symbols on the guillotine, I wish to see them for myself. I think we should get Martine in on this, because she was there back then too, before we do any further investigation. Plus, she would have the drawing of them, so you could cross, so you can cross-examine. No, that's true too. See, thank it's you. still so odd to me. Martine was a woman. She was the most masculine out of all of you. <laughs> she just kept landing those shots last time. It was kick ass. Well, it looks like a visit is due. Uh, Martine? These days you've been spending time with your husband, Joseph, and a small- and your, uh, sister, as you're spending time in a small house- in a small little house in Paris. It's been okay living since the revolution came and went, though, certainly in your part of the neighborhood, there still hasn't been much in terms of addressing, you know, the massive famine, but, you know, things are slightly better. Are they, though? Are they, though? Are they really? We fought for it, so we believe it's better. You did fight that. Uh, were... takes time. I mean, you were there at the sieging of the Bastille, Martine. It was amazing. Uh, truly a sight to behold. What's my husband doing? Oh, your husband's doing great. I mean, aside from the peg leg and all. Ah. But, yeah, uh, I don't think he's growing that back anytime soon. No, but other than that, he's been uh, mostly fine. I mean, he is. I mean, he has found basic work as a small, as a small, uh, you know, as a uh, as a merchant. But you know, it's been a very you know like decent-ish practice. But again, got to maintain a low level of wealth. Don't want to become an aristocrat. Especially now. Boarding worlds, no, no, no. No. In a famine? No. No. And I think it's like, you know, it's a pleasant day, you're sitting by the, sitting by the, you know, maybe just like as the sun is beginning to rise on a nice June day. There's a knock at your door. Salut. Who's there? Uh, you glance out your window, and it's three soldiers. Oh, and no. they are very familiar to you. A good way? Oh, yeah, you know, it's... Oh, it's your old friends from, uh, from the regiment. From <gasps> the... From the olden... From, like, five years ago. Oh, wow. Well, please, please, come in, come in. Do you need anything to drink? What brings you here? You might want to sit down for this. 
it's 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 a lot of honestly a cursed symbiotic relationship between Fenelik and a creature down in the catacombs. Oh. Yes. Yes, let's um, settle down. Thus, all the information is revealed to you. Uh, the nature of the, what was going on underneath, the fact that he eats corpses, that something suspicious is happening with the doctor, who you who you previously worked for, and uh, some uh, disturbing developments regarding uh, the skulls and the massive reign of terror going on right now with the collection of bodies. Yeah. That is quite a mess. So, why why have you come to me? For starters, do you happen to have the drawing of the the skulls from a few years back? Because we're going to investigate and see if the markings are the same. Or if there's been any change or forgery? Um, I will have to dig around the attic a bit, but I don't think I threw it away. A little memorial to the things we experienced together. Climbing up into the small little nestle you have in your home, the little attic up there, you look around, you find next to your old uniform, uh, the drawings. It's not standard issue anymore. We've they've switched colors since then. This is the pre-revolutionary uniform. Uh, oh, it's so confusing. <laughs> yeah, colors are weird. Nash, colors are weird, man. Man, that's a quote. Uh. But no, there they are, the drawings. Concentric circles all convening with an etched pattern between each circle. Alright, I'm bringing downstairs to the others. Well, there's only really one place to go check, and that's La Guillotine. How far? Hmm. I'm more in the rural area, I presume. Uh, not too far. Like you're just on the edge of town, I would say. Ah. Like you're definitely not outside the walls, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you. <sighs> All right. So you want to check the skills at the guillotine. Um, I mean, there are plenty of them there, that's for sure. What's the next step? The step after we inspect the guillotine? Mm-hmm. 
we have not gotten that far. Ah, all right. As I am aware, I am no longer responsible for planning things. <laughs> it's important for you to know, Martine, uh, Renault took the royalist side of the revolution. Oh. And as a result, while they are still, while he is still a sergeant, he's not their sergeant anymore. You're also a citizen, so technically you don't take orders from anyone. Liberty. What about that? Okay. Uh. <laughs> and that is all you guys have been doing for these years? Chasing vampire in the catacombs? No. This is a very recent development. Yeah. <laughs> we have lives. I sure hope so. Had it happened before now, I would have come looking for you soon. <laughs> oh, well, it, is, uh, it isn't too far away. If you guys want, I could uh, come join you, just for all time's sake. That would be lovely, honestly. But again, you're not you're not obligated to, but since you've seen the same things we have, it, it could be helpful to have another person on this. Uh, it always helps to have an extra pair of eyes. I think that's a good point to cut the scene and uh, as you head for the uh, Place de la Révolution. It's a giant public square. This is where most of the big executions in Paris take place. I think almost all of them, if my history serves correct. And arriving there, you see the guillotine in all of its horrific glory. The blood on its blade, the, the basket of heads just off to the side. Already you can see a, uh, a cart filled with a whole bunch of, uh, filled with a, uh, with a bunch of still practicing nuns being dragged over, getting ready for uh, the chopping block. Already you can just hear people shouting in the street, a la guillotine. The morning executions have begun. Uh, for how much longer will these executions last? I mean, Reign of Terror is still going to keep going until somebody cuts off Robespierre's head, but you don't know that. We, <laughs> <laughs> oui, Barman, how long do you think these executions are going to continue? Hopefully not for too much longer. Personally, I sided with less of this death, but as as we can all tell, that was not the stance taken. That was not the side I remember seeing. 
Do you remember what Renal said to you, Bamal? That death was going to happen if we... That many innocents would die. It's far from the ideal. But that was the security measures taken. Do I wish there was less death? Yes. Is that what happened? No. Pressy, I will remind you also that while Melody still lives, her father died via the guillotine. How does its sight affect you? It's not a pleasant thing. And because you have the drawings and because you're actively looking for it, I'm not going to ask for a spot-hidden role. If, if you were aware of it, you would see it, but if you weren't, there's no way you would know that was part of it. You can see the blade, and you see the circles engraved upon it, the patterns in between. Glancing at Martine's sketch, it lines up perfectly. So, what the hell? They line up, but... That gives, more, this. that gives more strength to, um, that monster. Indeed. I suppose we should see if we can either inspect the bodies or possibly get to this book, then. Getting to the book would be one thing. Seeing if you can inspect the guillotine and the bodies is another. There are other, again, uh, you, these are not your only two options, but they are both really good ones. My only question about uh, getting the book, though, is... Uh, well, what I, I meant the... with the bodies was getting to the uh, 8,000 bodies that were already uh, ah, interred, yes. since uh, Gigi said that destroying those would help. It would. The skulls with the pattern on it would help, since that's where it's... Uh, I'm going to use a D&D &D term, since I think it's useful here. It's a phylactery. Uh, it's sort of a little place to store your soul. Indeed. So, Ronald's suggestion is either getting to those bodies or getting the book. I think we should investigate and see if the doctor has that book that was mentioned. Because if he does, that very much just connects everything together that what that thing said was true. And then from there, I think stopping the doctor would be the next plan of action. 
Yeah, well, you do that sounds reasonable. Hmm. Tracking it, tracking it down seems to be in order. Now, finding the doctor uh, is going to be a bit hard, but if you're just trying to find uh, where he where he lives or where he's currently working, that's a bit easier. We, so are you... But before we do that, I believe we should watch the fruits of the revolution. Since we're you, here. You bastard. No more. Anand is escorted up to the chopping block. She, she's asked if she has any last words. She makes a proclamation that her loyalty is to God above all others, and that she will die righteously. She is pushed down. The blade drops. Her head falls off. Spot injects everyone who is looking. Sadly, not a success for me. Same Honest, honestly, it's good that none of you passed that. You were better <laughs> off not seeing this. Typical Cthulhu fashion. Oh yeah, no. You were better off never having seen this. Uh, you yes. not have the stomach for the glory you have earned, Poissy? <clears throat> Let it be said that I don't have the stomach for watching women die. Renault just grunts and starts heading off. The Dr. Regals? Wherever the group wishes to go. All right, so... <clears throat> How do these engravings get at the school? You don't know that. You can make some assumptions, of course, but I won't confirm if they were true or not. The I mean, monster was not particularly forthcoming. Uh, we have to watch how the bodies get processed, so to say it. Uh, somewhere in that line, it has to happen. Uh, question? Yes. Uh, the people with bags on their head? Yeah. Uh, uh, what were they carrying? They were carrying skulls, right? They were carrying skulls. Uh, uh, as per usual, even from five years ago, you remember hearing skulls to the left, bodies to the right. Mm -hmm. Were those skulls already marked? I'm going to ask for an intelligence check, since this is going to be a thing from memory. I think that's a success. Yes, it is. That's good enough. That's all I needed. Uh, so, 
1789, they weren't. In 1794, just today, they definitely were. They are marked before they go into the crypt. Yep. He says, telling the party. So you know the bodies have to be marked somewhere before they go to the catacombs. It is right. possible we could follow some of the people with the bags on their head and see from where they get the bodies or the heads or other. And it is possible that that is the location in which they are marked. That's a pretty good detective skill. Makes perfect sense to me. So for in being, we really have to stop talking like this. I really do have to stop talking like this. <laughs> It'd also be reasonable to assume whoever's doing those external carvings on the skulls would be a useful ally to the doctor. If we wanted to, I guess, know who and all we're up against. It, it's hard to assume that the doctor is doing all this by himself. We oui, that is good, good thinking. If it is not the doctor himself doing it, then it would assumably be someone who is at least clued in. Did, would it we, we don't know where these are t being taken to be carved, but would it be smart to try to split up and to maybe investigate the doctor's home or if he has a personal library somewhere where this book may be? Unless he's just keeping it on his person at all times. I'm not too sure what to think of his character at the moment. I do not know. If we are to split up, what is your suggestion? From, from our previous work together, I think it would be smarter for Martine to maybe look for the book, whichever group that would be. Um, Pressy and I could go chase down where the bodies are being carved and you could go with her seem to hold her in high regard well as I have said before I am not the stealthiest of people <laughs> I might be able to help with that So Pressy and Beaumont are going to track down bodies and uh, Renault and 
and Hoogle are going to go. Oh, but you're going to track down. They're going to track down the bodies, and you're going to find the books. Or let me make sure I get this right. Well, Renault doesn't really see why he should go breaking into people's home when he's incapable of seeking. Which is an excellent point. Um, Pressy, do you have a preference? No, I'll I'll happily go with you. If either of you are light on your feet, which I seem to recall at least one of you being, I would recommend that person go with Google. I would love some company. Meaning one of you go with with me to investigate their bodies, which I am sure you loathe, and I will loathe equally. But this is work. Show some backbone. <laughs> I have a oh, some the some some stealth. What's your stealth? have probably less stealth. So Pressy, you can go with Martine. I'll go with Renault. All right. We will start with Renault and Beaumont. So, uh, are you going to just try to get closer to the corpses within the, uh, within the square, or are you going to try to figure out where these bodies are going? I'm inclined to where bodies are going yeah since i don't uh, i don't think they're being marked in the square no uh i think a well, not where the bodies are going in particular since of course the heads are being chopped off so rather where the heads are going is what's interesting good 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 point yeah yeah all right uh with that in mind then some of the some of the corpses are being taken to uh some somewhere else you're not sure uh the heads when they need to be emptied are often uh put into a cart with the bodies that they correspond to ideally hopefully probably that are being uh shipped off to to places elsewhere uh spot hidden check before you depart the square both of you. That is not going to pass. That it will pass. You spot... Uh, Dr. Regulp is amongst the crowd, actually, watching the executions. Mm-hmm. He uh, talks to... He seems to be going closer to the... to the stand, and... Uh, you know, talking to the guy who's uh, making sure, you know, that the bodies and the corpse and the heads are uh, being disposed of. Can I make a listen check to catch a word of what you're saying? Or... Oh, sure. Yeah. I th- I think that's a success. It is. Oh, yes. Did you see that nun earlier? Her head was... 
Her head, I think, managed to blink post-mortem. If you don't mind, I would quite like to get that particular corpse for autopsy. I will tell Bowman we follow the body and head of the nun. Okay. That was the thing I was asking you to spot hidden earlier, by the way. I suspect. That there would be Sandy loss for that. Um, Not a lot, just you, you know? You. I'm good. Now, uh, Martin and Christopher. You begin to uh, try to track down where uh, uh, Regalt works, correct? Or where he is. Yeah. Well, eventually you do find his practice. It's a small building in the middle of Paris. Uh, and it's both the place he works and where he lives. All right, so it's there 247, right? Yes. <laughs> but no one seems to be home now. That's suspicious. Seems to be how? Just lights out? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's early in the morning, but you don't see any activity through the windows. All right, yeah, that's fair. Plus, he was at the catacombs earlier today, so he might not be back yet. We have to make it quick. Um, hmm. Now, next question. How's it get in? Well, it's a middle apartment uh, right, uh, right on uh, Rue Neves-Saint-Augustine Street. Uh, and it is... There's really a door in and a couple of windows towards the front. There is an open window on the second floor, but that's going to be harder to pull off, especially in broad daylight. Um, is there a way to get around the back? It's going to be difficult, seeing as how this is, you know, like, nestled between buildings, but you might be able to yeah. find a way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just to be sure, let's knock. Nobody's home. Great. Yay. Hmm. I don't have a lot of experience with breaking doors open. I don't know if you do. Uh, absolutely nothing in locksmith, but if you're suggesting just kicking it down. Well, it is the middle of the day, so it might be a little obvious. How about Go in through the window. The open window. It would have the second floor. On the second... Uh, okay, uh... You can't just dive in like that. <laughs> None of the options... All the options seem like they have a drawback. If we break in the door, somebody hears us. If we try to climb the window, we fall and die. Um... Well... <laughs> I think they'll see you before you fall and die, but sure, if you want to be pessimistic about it. 
Um, mm -hmm. uh, Alright. Dumb, but let's try our luck. Can I look under the doormat if there's a key there? I'm gonna ask for a luck check on this. It's really <laughs> gonna come down to luck. Pure, dumb, luck. And the guts are not in my favor today. Uh, Alright, I need Pressy to make a luck check. Because you okay. don't find a key under the mat, but something else happens, and I need Pressy to make this one. Oh, nuts. Sorry, it took me a minute to find where luck is on this sheet, which I still don't like, by the way. The right. That's what I get for That's... aesthetic. The aesthetic yeah. is lovely. The, the aesthetic is lovely, the layout is confusing. Oh, would you believe... That passes. Oh, monsieur, madame. Uh, in, in walks in some random French person. Ah, are you the good guests of Doctor and of Doctor and Galt? Uh, yes, we are. Is he, yeah. uh, he's going to be running late. He's seeing the executions today. Ah, uh, you must be here for the dinner. Uh, As a matter of fact, tell us about that. Ugh. So forgetful, always. I know he's <sighs> so forgetful. Always so busy doing his experiments. Anyway, here, here. Uh, he gave me the key. He said to so we could be his guest. Oh, uh, that's so kind of you. Thank you. Oh, no Thank problem. You very much. How do you know the good doctor? Oh, yeah. Well. We helped him out on an experiment way back then, and he just... Uh, he still can't shut up about it. Oh, I see, I see. We've moved on to other feuds now, but we'd like to keep in touch. Nice, nice. Well, uh, I won't... Well, if you don't mind, I'm going to go make sure that his servant is still working in the kitchen right now, then. Hopefully he'll be fine. If not, I can start prepping things. I am, after all, one of the best chefs in Paris! And, uh... He proceeds to, uh, walk back towards the kitchen. You are in the drawing room. There is a door where he just went, and a door to the right. It has some very nice couches and a nice coffee table. Alright, you're looking for a journal, right? Uh... Well, let's go to the place that the other one didn't go to. Yep. <laughs> you go to the right. Uh, you enter into the sitting room. It is a nice, pleasant little more personal room. There are stairs going up. And there is a door to the left. To the left. There is faint blood on the door. Ah. Uh, all right. Um, how likely is it that the person will go visit us again? I hope not so likely. So let's go upstairs. Ah, uh, yes. Or 
All right. You find yourself in a very lavishly decorated room. It's uh very it's red. Uh very you know, very much uh you know, from his uh time as the royal physician. But he does seem to be uh trying to like moderate and uh downsize the room. There are four doors here. Two to the left, uh one towards the north, and one towards the south. We go towards the south. You open the door and you see something something you would have much preferred not to have seen right about now oh, Cut to, uh Renault and uh, Beaumont you oui. are, you are following uh the cart with the nun right keeping a distance yes well, keeping track isn't too difficult, but it does, uh, but, you know, the doctor is taking the charge on this one, leading it, uh, very subtly, and, uh, he walks in, he eventually arrives back to his house. He opens the door and, uh, says, Da! Pierre, are you in? Are you making food for us this evening? Yes, I am, good doctor. Ah, excellent, excellent. I will be, uh, I will be in the surgery. I just need to, uh, uh, do some, do a little bit of work. Oh, is it, is it serious? No, no, just an autopsy. And yes, you are now at the same location the other two are. Well, now we know where they're going. I assume we're outside still, because we were keeping yeah, a distance. Yeah, you're outside. He was shouting through as he was opening his door. Well, um, we already have us on the inside, but... I'd suggest we stay put, keeping watch, and if we hear that they need us, I suppose there is nothing else to do but barge inside. I agree. I think if we went in, we'd only compromise them. We. Oui. Martin, uh, Christopher? The door you opened, there is a body on the ground. It's fully, like, wide open and has the intricate pattern on the skull's forehead. Its organs harvested and removed, its skin splayed and put on the ground. This isn't even the operating room. This is part of a library. It's just there. And it creeps you out deeply. There are bookshelves, and you can see that this is a very open room with a another with a work desk and a cabinet. All right, uh, let's check the work desk. 
some interesting documentation. Not much really of interest, but uh, some words in French read. The flesh simulacrum is truly interesting. No powers gained, but the skull pattern proves to have much potential. Hmm. Much potential, much potential. Okay. What else is there? Or is it just those notes? Uh, there's a couple of other notes, including uh, how to make a flesh simulacrum, a long series of notes, having to consult with an Arabic translator. Needs, needs to find some... Needs to talk to that Turk at... Uh, what is it? He lists off an address on there and mentions it's uh, one Mr. Randall. From... Okay. There's also the locked cabinet and, again, many bookshelves. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what are the kinds of books on the bookshelf? I presume I already know, but let's try anyway. You know what? Give me a spot hidden or a library use, whichever is better. Hmm. I would be very surprised if a library use is any good. <laughs> I will be quick. Uh, just decide on the roll. I will be right back. Ah, so you passed the check. Well, well, you had we'll the yeah. well, you had the description of the book you were looking for. That's the good. And you're able to find it. It is this small black book with the pattern etched upon it in red. It has brass bindings. Opening it up and taking a look at it, you have a new problem that needs to be solved. It's written in Latin. Uh, why? All medical texts from the time period were written in that language. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, I'll be taking this with me then. Yep. Uh, that was from the bookshelves. There's still the locked cabinet if you want to try to mess with that, but... Um... And of course, you have, uh, what is it? You have the notes ex saying uh, something about a flesh simulacrum. You have the notes talking about consulting with some guy named Mr. Randall. And uh, finally, you have, uh, again, and finally, you have the book. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, let's just take a look at the lock cabinet. See if I notice anything that might be of use in opening it. Well, 
You can try to open it, but uh, you either need to do a really good strength check or try your hand at lockpicking. Hmm. <laughs> see, you are still here. You can help with this. Hello, yeah. I got strength, yes. Yes. No lockpicking. I'm going to need a really good strength check. Yep. Okay. <laughs> this this feels like, I'm just going to say it, this doesn't feel like a particularly good idea. And I was wrong. That's a hard strength pass. Yep. Uh, passing on hard means you open it. And you're able to crack that thing open, but you do make a loud noise. What? If it was extreme, you would have been able to, like, no noise. <laughs> but good enough. Cracking it open, you find five really old scrolls written in languages you can't comprehend. The paper is certainly odd. It's not like any paper you've seen before. Ah. Skin. <laughs> is it human skin, Nash? Why, yes! Yes, it is! Um, I knew it. I'll go downstairs just to make sure no one is going to look for the sounds. And you finish up, up here. Just so you know, take these? Bomal, Renal. Uh, you can see from outside through the open window the other two as they open the locked cabinet. And uh, as you see that, uh, you do also hear the noise from your part of the street. <laughs> it's really loud. Oh. <laughs> do we see anyone coming that way? I would say uh, spot hidden or listen would be appropriate for this. Sure. A success on either for me. Uh, I'll say it's for both then. Same. Same? Yes. You don't see anyone coming and you don't hear anyone coming. They do think it was a weird... You see a couple of bypassers thinking it was odd, but shrug and move on. For now, at least, no sign of the secret police. So you should be good, right? Hopefully. I mean, you're wearing the uniform here. You're a Renault. You are the police. <laughs> uh, Hugo Lempressi, uh, you uh, don't hear anyone coming from downstairs yet, but if you are going to go down, uh, this is, uh, do say so. Or you can try to, if you want to make a scene, jump out the open window. <laughs> yeah. Opening all your options here. I mean, I think it's best if one goes downstairs, just in case. You want to get as much information as possible. Do you wanna do you wanna make a break for it or would you like to stay behind Martin? It's it's up to you. Um I think there's more information to be had here still. Wait, what was in the cabinet anyway? Ah yeah, scrolls made it. Scrolls. 
scroll. Uh, I, I, I feel like, I feel like we should take them in case they are useful for whatever this ritual is we're supposed to stop. If we have maybe the instructions, maybe he can't go ahead with it. Maybe we should steal them. True. Well, in that case, mm. we might as well set fire to the place. <laughs> that, I was Good kidding. Lord, Martin! <laughs> I was kidding. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? It's wartime. Things happen. <laughs> I mean, it's not war anymore, but it still feels like it. It's not uh. wartime yet. Um... Well, I mean, if you want to put the place to the torch, be my guest. <laughs> but there are still some runes we haven't taken a look at yet. Alright. I hope there isn't a corpse in his bed. Then all will be that, well. That would be awful. Alright, so... Also, is the open window in this room? Yes, it is. No, no. It feels mean to look outside to see the others. Yep, you see the others. <laughs> Alright. Um, hmm. Christoph, throw the scr uh, scroll at them. Just to be sure. Are you going to show it to them, and are you actually going to try to throw this thing? I mean, it's a scroll. It's called Break, I think. Alright. So I just... Uh... Yeah, uh, you see Martine waving some scrolls at you, getting ready to throw them. Uh, I suppose we're getting ready to catch to them. To catch. Uh, all right, Martine, make a throw roll. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> Because it's extreme, <laughs> I will allow this. You throw the scrolls, and you time it so perfectly that no one seems to notice. <laughs> you are a lucky, lucky bastard. I hope you know this. <laughs> oh, I love that I got you so silly shit, and... <laughs> You can't punch me for it now. I, I can't punch you for this, but I was so ready. Oh. I noticed. <laughs> oh, I'll try to needle here. But yes, uh, you're able to toss the scrolls to both Renault and Beaumont without anyone noticing. Right. Again, in a language you don't know, but... At least they have the information now. If anything <laughs> happens... At least this is myself this time. Yeah, and yeah. Don't don't do that again. Legs don't grow back. And uh, Monsieur Fassi, what were you doing? What was I doing? Uh, Martine was throwing scrolls out the window. Uh, we were looking down downstairs. Yes. Uh, earlier, you hear an exchange. What was that noise? Uh, what oh, was that no. noise, Pierre? Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, the kitchen's fine. Monsieur, you know this is a delicate operation, and I must have a very steady hand. Why are you doing this? Please, 
quiet down with the racket. Fine, I guess you don't want this nice meal then. <laughs> oh, no, Pierre, you know it's not like that. Regard, <laughs> I swear to God, if I... You can't say that anymore or I will report you for anti-revolutionary activity. You wouldn't dare. Oh, oh, my. <laughs> oh my word, there is a whole domestic unfolding in this house. Look at what he did. Oh. I, I didn't do that. That problem is their own. <laughs> Your guests. What other guests? Wait, the, the 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 soldier and the woman. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh dear. Ah shite. Oh, it's time to run for it. Out the window. We can still we can still set it on fire. Like I said, it's in your hands, not mine. I'm not taking responsibility for this one. You're a loose cannon. Uh, uh, Alright, so what are you doing? I'm jumping uh, out the window. <laughs> okay. I believe jump is a skill. <laughs> Go for it. Or if, if, if not, hang on, hold on. Let me like check my sheet here. No, 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 wait. Then... I have... It will look less, less suspicious if you first set fire to it and then jump out the window. If you jump out the window like, now, people will notice. Martin, you have my blessing to set the building on fire. If that's I what you're looking it. for. <laughs> Some horrible things have been going on here, and I can't stand for it. Okay. Alright, you're gonna go jump do that? Check. Did you say a jump check? Yeah, if you're gonna jump out the window, it's gonna be a jump check, but I have to ask, Martin, are you actually gonna set this building on fire? I am. <laughs> All right. Uh, there was downstairs in the sitting room a fireplace. That'll do the trick. All right. I run downstairs. All right. You get to the sitting room. Uh, I'm not quite sure what skill check I would even call for to set the building on fire. Chaos. Uh, I'm going to make the argument that... Uh, pick a skill and make an argument for me. Uh, if I fill my cookie check, but that wouldn't work. Uh, I would actually be okay with that, since cooking in this time here does involve fireplaces. I, I, I would accept this. Uh, uh, the house needs this... to be something more fun than that. I mean, there's couches in here, uh, there's a lamp as well, a gas lamp. Uh, come on, come on. Oh, there actually is a jump set. Nice. Alright, cooking it is. We're gonna cook this couch. Uh, yeah, sure, I would accept that since it's like knowledge of fire and how it would work. Uh, I can also see that argument for Brawl and Spot Hidden. Uh, I'll just kind of uh, see what you do. Sure, spot hidden to see if there's something I can use to get a coal out of the fireplace that's still on fire and... Yeah. Yeah. What's this game coming to? <laughs> I was not prepared for this. Um, <laughs> not in the slightest. Alright, uh, I use luck on that. Alright, yep. Uh, it, just normal pass, you're able to, you know, find, you're able to find, like, some, you know, like, spare wood, you find, like, a couple of fire pokers, uh, you know, see what you can do. You start setting some couches on fire, uh, smoke starts billowing out from the windows. Uh, somebody says, Are you burning something, Pierre? No. Oh, dear God. Christoph, <laughs> yell for help. <laughs> Try to look panic and then so to distress. I don't know. 
Okay. You're gonna run out the front well, door, Martin. You're yeah, guy. sure. I run out the front door. I scream, "Fire! Fire! My friend is still in there." Uh, you're gonna jump out the window, Crystal. I'm gonna make the jump check. Yes. Go for it. <laughs> I'm actually a little disappointed that passes because this was getting so chaotic. I do not notice that we could very well just have walked out of the front door instead of setting the building on fire and jumping out. <laughs> well, did you succeed? I did, yes, that's a past roll. God damn! <laughs> okay, so you jump out the window, you tuck and roll. There is a... The smoke of the building is, like, catching on fire. This place is going up in flames. It is truly a disaster scenario. The other two men run and leave the building. An investigation is soon going to be held about this. But for now, all of you run away and are able to regroup later. Because, oh dear God, it's been ages. But, like, this is tradition for Call of Cthulhu, that the best solution is burn down the building. Um, yeah. But yes, you have the scrolls and a book written in Latin. Oh, and an address, I guess. I mean, <laughs> these are messy times. I'm sure the investigation won't have that much priority. Mm -hmm. What like... part of the plan was setting the building on fire? There... Was some truly awful stuff back there, and I just set it to fire. Then, yeah, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Between you, you know, and me, sir, I think she's a pyromaniac. Do you know what the punishment for arson is? Do you know what the punishment is for mutilating bodies like that? Why, it's the same. It's the guillotine. <laughs> Touché. <laughs> just, uh, just so we're clear. The way he's mutilating those bodies technically wouldn't be illegal. Like, because uh, oh, it is an um... autopsy. Uh... the views of modern science, uh, that's perfectly acceptable. I'm not, I'm not a woman of science. <laughs> I've seen the battlefields, but I haven't seen... Wait, how... I probably have seen autopsies. Oh, well, it's too late now. The, burning, the building burned down. <laughs> we should probably run. Um... No use making excuses to ashes. I had assumed we had run because, as I wrote, Renault is not staying yeah. Yeah, the no, moment no. he sees smoke. No, okay. no, yeah. I, I, I said you've all successfully gotten away and oh, okay. assumed you regrouped. I was hoping we were not standing in front of the burning building and going like, why did you set it on fire? <laughs> no, that would be stupid. <laughs> That's why I was talking. You're just like hanging out trying to figure out what to do. <sighs> okay. Maybe like in an alley or something. For now, you're good. But yeah, you have a Latin text and not sure who you can get to translate it. 
I don't have any context to speak Latin. Neither do I. Did I? Do we have anyone in the scientific field? Cressy can make an intelligence roll. Okay. Hold on. Yep. No. Mm. Nope. I'm... I'm not too familiar with Perhaps you could find somebody who might know a thing or two. You could also... Try to find somebody else who's in the... I guess. Are there any places of education that might? Uh, La Biblioteca National. Ah, uh, yeah, you can... Go to the library. I'm sure they didn't, don't think it's arson. Fireplaces are dangerous. Good point. Me... Arriving at the, uh, at the library, there's a, you know, there's a door out front, uh, you know, and uh, as you're gathering around, spot hidden checks, everyone. Man, Ooh. man, nope. that's looking like a no. That's a big no. Big no on basically everything, I think. Unless, uh, Martine? Nope. Yep, yep. Uh, looking around the library, it takes a little bit of time to, you know, kind of like even figure out, you know, like, well, where do we go? You're all not really the well-educated type. Well, maybe not Beaumont, but... You know, eventually you, uh, you do find somebody who does, in fact, uh, you know, speak you know old you know liturgical latin from back in the day very pro-revolution uh he agrees to help translate it for you oh that's so great i hope it doesn't have any very concerning stuff in it though it probably oh, does I, 
I was about to uh, suggest may, may, maybe the ghoul knows Latin. <laughs> uh, he takes a look at the manuscript and... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He begins... Oh. A couple of hours pass for him to do this translation and he just hands you his translation and tells you to leave. Oh. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> there are several pages in this, but this is the one that stands out. But it explains what the ritual is. Uh, that the ritual he's doing, that there are two. The collection of skulls, which allows him to build a phylactery, allowing him to keep himself alive. And the other, which will summon forth Azathoth, and he thinks he can do both. Alright, that's a lot to take in. Yeah. To be fair, isn't there anybody who can just show disproof to and be like, hey, this man is mad. Go do something about it. We, but if what the creature said is true, he cannot be killed. True. That is a bit annoying. Though, according to this here paper, if someone were to hear this... Uh, Peculiar music, and if I'm reading it correctly, sacrifice themselves on one of these blades, it would solve the problem? Uh, indeed it would. I see. Do you remember something you took a long time ago? No. Can you remind me, please? Music. Sheet music. Ah! Yes! If only you knew someone who could play it. Ah, what a shame. But do I still have the sheet music? You do. Better than nothing. Well, that's, that's good, if you're sharing with the group. Obviously, I would, yeah. <laughs> it means one of us has to hear this music and then die on the guillotine. Okay, <clears throat> so we need a violin player and somebody with a deathish. But wouldn't that just 
if you just play music in proximity of the guillotine, wouldn't one of the people just hear it? I assume it would have to be a voluntary sacrifice. Oh no. Nothing in the world in the in the contract says <laughs> the dog has to play basketball. <laughs> hmm. If a martyr who has heard such music from beyond would offer himself up for sacrifice. Ah. Uh, uh. Martyrdom has to be a conscious act, does it not? Ah, uh, shit. Alright. Oh, no. Why is it always... Unless we just do what the creature said and get the doctor killed. Wait, no, he is unkillable. Can you just? And I don't him? take his consent. <clears throat> well, for now, you still have to find the music. Even you can decide who dies later. There has to be a way around this. I know it. But for now, let's try and find the music. Well, finding music is going to be tricky. Uh, especially since most people who could hire musicians back then were with aristocrats. That's the information you would know for certain. So where would you find an aristocrat who would know where to get a violinist? I'm not really too acquainted with aristocrats, but maybe one of you. Uh, Martine, you most certainly know somebody amongst you associates with aristocrats. Uh, or did in the pre-revolution. Uh, time to read through this again. If... Really? You do. I think you need to think that not they are an aristocrat, but that this man had a thing for one. Mm, brain powers, come on. Come on, this isn't just Hoogle's thing. Everybody talk it out. Presley, would your woman know a violinist? Potentially. There Maybe. you go. <laughs> she at least has a connection that could possibly be investigated. 
Yeah, what harm in asking? Sure. Perfectly innocent question. We, there are never any troubles with asking questions in uh, modern France. That's the spirit, sir. That's the spirit. We. Oui. <laughs> Unfor the trouble, Pressy, is that, uh, unfortunately, Melody is, uh, kind of in perpetual mourning, it feels like, ever since her father died. Well, she would be, I suppose. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Is so, she uh, willing to talk? Oh, yes. You find her, you know where she is. Oh, uh, hello. I, sweet cream pop soldier, how, how are you? Oh, <laughs> National today. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I am, I am doing wonderfully as always, my dear. <sighs> I know. Things haven't been easy at all for you lately, but I have come to ask a, a small favor. Sorry. Anything, anything, my dear. Yes. Say, you you don't happen to know or be acquainted with anybody with any skill in music, do you? Specifically, the violin. Hmm. As a matter of fact, I kind of do. Uh, you do? I, I, I know a... I know a magician. Uh, he lives in the fourth arrondissement. Uh, uh, he... He used to have a violinist that, uh, that played with him back when I was a young girl. I, I saw him in court one time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, whereabouts could he be found, do you know? Uh, I saw him last again in the fourth arrondissement. He was hanging, he was in, in a, near an old abandoned theater, I think. Think he'll still be there? It, it's possible. It's a start. Thank you very much, my love. I can't tell you how helpful this is. Oh, yes, my dear. <laughs> she continues to weep. Ugh, Melody. I don't know what I'll do. Sorry, I said fourth. I meant second or on Dismont. I made a mistake. My bad. That's the theater it's district. Cool. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Well. You're an incredibly strong woman. I believe you can face any and all adversity that life may pass upon you. Oh, you really think that? 
course I do. Would I lie to you? No. Her tears trail down her face. Hmm. Now be strong. It'll all be all right in the end. You'll see. To the theater? Yes. <laughs> well, the Théâtre Fédou uh, was branded recently as a anti-revolutionary meeting place and has been shut down. Meets the qualifications, you suppose? Looking around, there's a nearby magic shop. Has a fez on the front of it, on the little sign. Is there anybody around? Yes, there seems to be some man in there. Ah, I'll go, I suppose, knock on the door, politely. Uh, uh, yes, yes, uh, what do you have with me, uh, monsieur? Forgive me, my French is not great. English. That's, uh, that's quite all right. That's... <clears throat> Your French is fine, uh, monsieur. Uh, Call me Monsieur Randall. Ah, Monsieur Randall. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. What can I do you for? <clears throat> it's kind of a long, slightly complicated story, but I heard from a close friend of mine that you employ a violinist, or you are a violinist. Long ago, yes, he used to play for some of the shows I used to do uh, back in Germany. Ah, oh, Germany? Yes, yes, uh, he traveled here with me, and, uh, well, we went he our did? separate ways, but I, I still see him. That is, that's terrific. Do you, do you know where he might be found? We, we need him for something rather important. Last I saw him, he was... He was playing on the roof of the theater with his violin. On the roof, you say? Yes, he was quite dark, raving mad that day. He needs to uh, scratch quite, his quite, head. Wait, what? Sorry? He he tries to scratch his head under the fez, but for some reason he can't lift it. D d yes, he was playing some infernal tune. I couldn't quite hear it completely. Hmm. <clears throat> you must uh, forgive me. I'm getting it. Strange uh, urge. I, 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 I've been packing up shop, and I must be going. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, 
Thank you for your help, sir. You're welcome. And if you can get a tip, I'd leave France if I were you. Head for America. That place seems to be doing all right. Oh, personally, I'm working on it, but I will pa I'll pass the message on to my friends. <laughs> he closes the door. Bye now. Yeah, that's all you get. Aww. <laughs> He's in this neighborhood, though. You can deduce that much. That is good to know. <laughs> and he apparently has access to the roof of the to the roof of the theater. So, I mean, for that him. would be where I would go. That'd be where I would go next, in case maybe he lives up there, like some crazy roof dwelling violinist. <laughs> You gonna bring the others? Yeah. <laughs> I would like some company, please. Be of course, Pisces, you're not gonna have to fuss on on your own. Thank you very much. Oh, we're going to the theater next. Because this day has, hasn't been interesting enough, I suppose. <laughs> It's getting late in the evening. It's almost nighttime when you're going into the theater. Hmm. While it is abandoned and shut down, the door is very easy to surpass if you want to walk inside. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Everyone's going in, or is somebody going to take watch? Anyone? That implies there is a need for a watch. Maybe there <laughs> is. Maybe there isn't. Who knows? Well, sure, if the Supreme Being thinks it's a good idea to have a watch, then I suppose I will watch. All right. You start heading up the stairs. The three, uh, the three of you. Trying to find your way over to how to get to the roof of this building. Mm, navigation might be in order. Or, diff <clears throat> or a different appropriate skill. I don't see much I have that will come in handy. Oh. Navigate not written on there? Sorry, it's a skill on something. No, the other navigate's ones. on there. I just don't have any base point 
I mean, I don't have any. Trying to see if there'd be a, another reasonable one. Yeah, uh, you can try track, for example, or. I will track. That is not going to pay up. Or null. We. You hear chatter not too far from here. It's, well, not chatter, hushed whispers. Not too far away from here. I will try to listen in on it. Seem suspicious. We'll get them out soon enough. Yeah, I'll be honest, I can hear none of this. Oh, sorry. So, uh, how's the case looking? Oh no, these look suspicious. Why are they going into a theater? Yeah, that seems kind of weird. I mean, he, he does have the uniform, though. He does have the uniform. Maybe that's an official thing we don't know about. Yeah, that could be a good point. Well, suppose I'll round the corner on them. Uh, yes. Uh, he salutes, and uh, the other two men are over there. Uh, oh, uh, hello, sir. They salute at you. Citizen? Uh, uh, yes, uh, messieurs. Uh, cit uh, this is Jean and uh, uh, Sartre. Well, what to... are the two of you whispering about? Oh, oh uh, we're just, uh, we've heard rumors of uh, anti-revolutionary activity, sir. We? Oui? What might that be? Uh, oh yes, yes. You see, uh, uh, we've we've been hearing rumors of a uh, of a uh, people trying to get back into the theater and hold meetings again. This is most concerning. Oh yes, yes, it is. It is. Uh, it, we were just curious why you were standing there, then, Monsieur. Are you here to treat the rabble? Why, as you're saying, my good sir, should it not be obvious? Of course, monsieur, of course. How, how dare we doubt anyone wearing the colors of the revolution? That is, that is quite, quite terrible of us, monsieur. What, you are what, saying insurrectionists are meeting here and you are questioning why a soldier is standing. What? Ah, ah, they, they scamper off. Can you not connect the dots? They get scared, like, yes, monsieur. We'll be going to bed, monsieur. It is past my bedtime. Yes, it is. Salut. Meanwhile, back to the crew inside of the inside of the theater. 
it takes a really long time. Eventually, you do find your way to the roof. And by standing atop there, you notice there is a window to an apartment building that look no, not an apartment. It's we're part of an apartment building. And you could easily walk to the roof from that building. Well, that's our route then. Are any of you going to uh, try to go through that, or are you going to try something else, or...? I see a way. I'm walking the way. I'll go, I'll go that way. You're going to go there? Okay. I'm going to go there. Well, you you know what you're doing, so sure, I'll follow you. Well, as you get closer I always to... know what I'm doing. Well, as you get closer to the window, you see uh, a small, you know, a man. He's a dwarf, and he's sitting in a chair, and he's playing the violin, but you can't He's not holding a violin, though. He's just doing it in the air. Air violin? Yes. Wow. He... Oh. Notices you and looks terrified. Uh, I'll, I'll put my hands up like, no, 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 no. It's okay. Calm. <laughs> he walks towards the window and he opens it. Get the, get the thumbs up and a good, yes? Uh, what what do you want, monsieur? Why are you on the roof? Please, please. I, I, I haven't done anything. No, of course you haven't. No, I'm... You're not, you're not, you're not in any trouble or anything like that. I, I was looking for you. Oh, you were? No, yeah. nobody ever comes to listen to my music. No, um, um, Monsieur Randall told me about you. Oh, him, him. Yeah, quite the interesting character. Mm. Say the least. Uh, he says you are incredibly gifted with the violin, specifically. Well, not everyone would say that. Well, he, he certainly did. I mean, he would, but uh, <laughs> my wife uh, and my son, well, they had me smash my violin. Oh, that's terrible. Why, why, why did they do that? They thought my music was horrible, but I must write it down. I've been trying to finish this final piece, and I just need to get it done. Final piece? Oh, hello. Oh. Yes, yes, my magnum opus, my... My, uh... Truly, it will be my grand appeasement. I just need to finish it. I need, I need to hear it. I need to play it. It's been stuck in my head for five years, and I can't get it out. I, I, I'd gladly play for you. 
uh, my newest work, if you could just find me a violin and perhaps uh, make sure the missus doesn't know. <laughs> Funnily enough, we actually came here specifically looking for a violinist. Perfect, perfect. Shame you don't have a violin, but I'm sure we can scrounge one up with minimal effort. Yes, yes, that would, that, that, that would be wonderful. All right, one. Whoop, fantastic. Thank you very much, monsieur. Uh, yes, yes. Sh should I come with you? Yes, please. If you could, that would be great. He gets up from his chair and starts up and walks out onto the roof. Uh, yes, uh, following you. Mm-hmm. All right, so back we go. Traveling back down, going through the labyrinthian passageways of the theater, you eventually make it back to the entrance and find uh, Renault still standing up, still standing guard, having returned from the incident. There was no incident. There was no incident. What are you talking about? concerned citizens. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you now see that they have a plus one. System on. Yep. Uh, Monsieur, I didn't actually catch your name. Who might you be? Zahn. Dietrich Zahn. Uh... If, uh, if I do forgive me, I, I have to just get this music out of my head. It, it, it I don't know, I'm, I'm pleased to, to have people just in, interested in hearing what I have to, have to write. Uh, oh, qu question, Nash, real quick. Yes. Did he write the sheet music I've been carrying around with me this whole time? Yes, you recognize him. There we go. Well, oh. yes? Do you happen to know a artisan in which we could secure a violin for you? Oh, yes, there's many within this district alone. It's just that they're very expensive. I see. But, uh, it, I can see if somebody is willing to meet me. If you wish, of course. I I don't expect you to spend money on me, but uh, I would appreciate it if you pool everything you had. Well, this is a matter of grave importance. I think a little money is the least of our worries. I 
cannot say I have much in the way of disposable income. Uh, that that that's fine. I have a a few a few some money lying around. Not that it will be grand or anything. As long as we can get you to play the music, all shall be well. Ah. I think I might have an idea then. He uh, takes you to uh, to an artisan he knows. He knocks on the door. It's very late at night, but the man comes out and he goes, uh, uh, he, "Yes, it's uh, it's four. It's almost midnight, Monsieur Zahn. What what could you ever want? Excuse me, but a uh, wife smashed the violin. Do you?" Mind if I get some practice on one in your, uh, and, uh, try it out? Uh, yes, but so long, yes, but, uh, please, just let me to my work in the back. I would prefer not to hear any music while I work. It disturbs the craftsmanship. Ah, of course. He pulls one off the wall and hands it to him. Just put it back when you're done. You have a private audience with uh, with him. He'll play the violin for you, for anyone who chooses to stay in here. <clears throat> well, I, yeah, I would like to listen. Here. I can continue to stay watch. You will opt out. Yes. Beaumont? I'm going to stay. Cressy? I'm staying. All right. You all sit around in a circle, minus Renal, who will sit outside, keep make, keeping watch. Everybody makes a listen check, please. So everyone who passed, correct? You all passed? Yes, I did. Yep. I'm going to spend some luck to get that to pass. Are you sure? I feel like this is the time to listen, if at all. Well, you will be hearing the music, but it comes with a price. First of all, everyone takes one point of damage. Your eardrums burst. Oh, okay. All listen rolls from here on out will be made at disadvantage. The music begins. It builds in intensity. The room fills with the chill of space. It feels as if the floor disappears. Stars go cold and blink out of it the blackness of space around you. You see things unknown, 
Everyone's making a sandy check who is listening to the music. Well, uh, who passed? I did. Wow, you you are remarkably enjoying yourself. This music is grand. Like, you're like, brava, brava. It's a bit intense, and you're kind of shaken to your core a little bit, but not too much. So, who are the ones who failed? Here. Here we go. So I'm going to roll for each of you individually. We'll start with Beaumont. Lose 67 points of sanity. Ooh. How close are you to zero? I'm already at zero with that, my dude. Oh, I told you. <laughs> you begin to lose your mind. The music begins to tear you apart. You feel yourself going. Your father is almost melting before your eyes. You're cackling with insanity. The music tears at you. Truly horrible. I will say now, I will let you keep playing Beaumont, but you are truly insane. There's no coming back. You are not able to be fully conscious, and you might be condemned to a fate worse than death. Or maybe just guillotining. We shall see. Now we go to Pressy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, you ain't surviving that either. That's I'm a dead. <laughs> the music tears at your mind. You see your precious melody before you age, grow old, and fall apart. And it's just insane madness sets in. The music is intense. The sharp notes, the staccato, it's just gnawing away at you. Face grows cold for both you and Beaumont. Again, you will continue to play as Kristoff, but you are babbling, truly condemned to fates worse than death. It is horrifying. And as Dietrich keeps playing faster and faster and faster, his, it's, he begins to see the music swirl around him. It's done! It's done! I see his eye no more. And he vanishes from his chair amidst a tornado of paper, never to be seen again. But the music plays on in your heads for the rest of your lives. All right. The three of you are left here. What are your reactions? Martine, especially since you see your friends not looking too good. I was enjoying myself until I looked at him. I 
try to check up on them, see, see what's happening. A little bit of a panic. Bartine, you run over to Kristoff. He looks different. Love is dead in his eyes. And you look over at Beaumont, and he looks truly in despair, questioning all of the things he stood for. Renault, what are you doing outside right now? So I'm really torn up by the mean thing I am going to suggest. Uh, let's, let's talk it out. I was going to suggest that while these people are sitting there listening to the music that's going to make them martyrs, right? That's how I have understood this. Yes, that is correct. Only one of them has to die in order for it to work, but more martyrs the better. Yeah, I mean, while they're doing this, Citizen Renault was going to go and fetch the secret police. I think. And report a revolutionary meeting. Counter I think, revolutionary meeting. I think that is actually one of the better things you could do. <laughs> it's up to you if you really want to be that rat bastard, but. It's not bad if you do it. I think Renault is going to show them just what it means to be in the revolution. And that is what he is going to do. The two men from earlier are who you find when you alert the secret police. They go, Ah, good job! Uh, what's your name again, monsieur? Citizen Renault. I for you must apologize. We are we must apologize for being so skeptical of you. Truly, we are uh, ho we are in forever in your debt. It is every citizen's responsibility to keep watch on this sort of behavior. And that's when the three of you notice the secret police come kicking in the door. And are like, arrest these three for anti-revolutionary activities. They shall be brought before the. They shall be brought before the bulldog. And that is when we get to the big discussion. It is June the seventh, seventeen ninety-four. Christopher Pressy and Michel Beaumont were unfortunately not sent to the guillotine yet. There is, alas, they are too mentally insane. They will have to be held in what we hope will be good circumstances to help them rebuild their health. Truly, they were not against the revolution. They were just mad. But Martin Hugel, what a shame, what a shame. For you were found guilty by the judge. 
He looked at you, saw how poised you were. You are a Briton, are you not? Clearly, it means that you are anti-revolution because the revolution failed to secure you independence. And that is when we can return to the beginning of the story. Martine was the one in the cart being dragged before the guillotine. She passes by her husband and her sister in the street, wailing in agony. And as Martine arrives to the chopping block, ready for the execution via guillotine, she looks out towards the crowd. She sees, is that Renault? And is that also the doctor, Regalt? Martine, you see before you, as the blade reaches up, the shine and the glint of that one of that blade. You see the concentric circles that have haunted you for all this time. For all those years, as the blade stays up, you also look back down and see the universe before you, and the eye of Azathoth itself staring unto you. You get ready for the blade to drop. Martine, you get one sentence as your head is severed and staying on the floor. Pick your sentence wisely, Martine. You get to say it as a severed head. I'm sorry, my dear husband. Perfect. With that, though, Dr. Regalt is in the crowd. The sky turns dark with your head being removed. He begins to cough blood. Skulls appear on his skin. He's having an episode in the middle of the street. He's not quite sure what's happening to him. And Renal, you see this as you're in the crowd for the execution. Do you do anything, if at all? We'll try to look the doctor in the eyes first and foremost. I want to be sure he sees me. He does. He looks afraid, deathly afraid. And Renault will say, Viva la Revolution. And that's it? Yes. He dies in the streets, packing it up. And he begins to curl up. No one knows quite what caused him to collapse that day. 
No one's quite sure why. To this day, there were legends of two men trapped in a church, well, what used to be a church, babbling on about stars beyond the cosmos and forces beyond recognition. But I think what matters more is the legend some people began to speak of in the 1920s, where they saw a strange creature roaming about the catacombs one day, and the skull of it that remained. I wish to shed some light upon that story. After the execution and the death of Martin Huego and Dr. Renault, something interesting happened. A small creature went to a graveyard and dug up a body. It lifted a skull up high and said, Viva la France, viva la muerte, Doctor. A man approaches behind him and puts a, a hand on his shoulder. His skin is blue. Well, good job, Yamaina. I think we've set everything in motion. Scrolls, the simulacrum. Honestly, I think we should be able to make sure that we're able to do our job well. Does that mean, monsieur, I get to go to the dreams? Yes, you do. You'll soon be able to achieve sweet, sweet rest with my older brother. Thank you, monsieur. Thank you. But where will you go? Oh, I'm heading to America. I have some jobs I need to handle over there. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm glad we could deal with your younger brother. Uh, for a time. We still have a couple more uh, century till we have to deal with the next great plan. See you, Guillemane. You too! Vashta. Laddie, no idea. We couldn't even decipher the signal that was coming in, let alone what was playing. Where do you think it came from? Eh, the Migo, probably. It's all the same, really. We just keep getting all these interruptions. I mean, it could be from the library. Yeah, a lot of things could be from 
the library. Even on the moon, Mac, you just can't escape your past.